0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler episode number three hundred fifty three. Oh. And today's topic we're going to be discussing. Uh, let's see here. How do we how do we go about this? Everything comes up Google, and uh, we're going to be talking about this a little bit today. Before we get started in that. I want to let you know that ServerPress Makers Desktop Server are who bring this show to you via their monetary contribution. I really appreciate that. Go over to their website over at serverpress.com and and learn about all the different tools and products that they have going on over there. We really appreciate them for helping us out. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Let's see here. Mr. Mullenweg, yourself. Tell us about yourself. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what up, everyone? You know who it is. It's Fat Mullenweg, a.k.a. Jason Cosper, a.k.a. the Woolly Mammoth of Web Dev. I'm just here to talk some WordPress, talk about Google's influence on WordPress and, and, and the growing um, influence that they have. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking with uh, the other three of you today.
2: Awesome. Jonathan, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. It's good to be here. <clears throat> Jonathan Wold from beautiful... North Idaho, though I live in uh, Washington now, but it's practically North Idaho, right on the edge. Um, I work in a community at WooCommerce, and I'm always happy to talk about Google.
1: Sweet. How about you, Steve? I'm Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive,
0: and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. Don't do that (laughs) to (laughs) me. Uh, yep you can find me over jason Whoa. tucker on twitter my website is jasontucker.blog, and you can go over to uh go over to our website over there at dpwarcore.com we we talked today about um press releases in um in wordpress and um why you should or shouldn't do it you can go over check that out over at dpwarcore.com slash wp blab and see all of that that's going on over there so yeah cosper as as he alluded in his intro um yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about Google's recent involvement with uh, WordPress development and a bunch of stuff with, like, lazy loading and sitemaps. And there has to be some other cool stuff that's happening in there as well. I mean, we're going to be able to talk to, like, our um, our person in a box and have it re- respond back with one of our po- one of our uh, blog posts or something. Like, where, where, where does this end, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, ultimately... Um, Okay, so uh, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Google has uh, kind of taken it upon themselves to uh, work on two features that they're targeting for uh, WordPress 5.4. They haven't made it into the current beta versions of WordPress 5.4, which I know that most of our audience, if not all of our audience, is not running yet uh, because uh, they tend to be a little less um, technical uh, as far as uh, running bleeding-edge software, especially on a, a production or their daily site. Um, however, um, so uh, Google basically has taken it upon themselves to um, do uh, this development for uh, XML sitemaps, uh, which basically tells uh, Google and other search engines, uh, this is, these are all the pages on my site, Uh, that I want you to index, like, um, you know, crawl them as you may, uh, figure out what my site, um, you know, looks like to you, and and just basically uh, makes it easier for Google to know uh, what content you have on your site and, uh, you know, what they can crawl. And then um, they've also done another plugin, which Jason will switch to this tab right now, um, is lazy loading, which, uh, for those of you who aren't aware in Google Chrome, uh, they added a specification, um, for, uh, loading an image, uh, that's not on the screen. So basically everything that loads, uh, at the top of the top of your screen, uh, above the fold, uh, as it's referred to by web developers, um, basically uh, it says, okay, if this isn't in the viewport, don't load the image until you actually scroll down to it. Um, Or, you know, basically it's, it's not needed for, um, for viewing the page uh, immediately. Like get, get the quickest, uh, get the site loaded the the quickest way possible, basically.
0: Which both of these things sound really great for Google. Sounds like a really great, thing well all search engines but definitely yeah
1: i mean it's it's great it's great for the users uh because they're not using those resources until they need them as far as lazy loading goes uh also there uh if if and when xml sitemaps get included in wordpress core uh that means that they won't have to uh run a plugin like yoast seo unless they want the seo benefits um If they're just using Yoast SEO because they want a a sitemap to give to Google, um, now it's just like, okay, it's baked into WordPress core. You don't need to have that. You don't need to have uh, an XML sitemap plugin. Uh, And some of them uh, that aren't Yoast SEO, some of just the the straight uh, XML sitemap plugins are a little load and resource heavy. Mm. Um, They tend to uh, load uh, the stuff... You know, dynamically in some cases, uh, the, the things don't cache well, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. it, it is a, it is a benefit to users, but yes, it mainly benefits Google.
0: That's interesting because the fact that we are, we've already looked at lazy loading in the past. I mean, we've been using you know sites have been using lazy loading for a while now. You have the, uh, the different tools that are now coming out with being able to do Gutenberg. You have page builders that do this stuff as well. Um, you have all these different, you know, ways of kind of making this happen. And it, it's nice to see that, you know, we may end up getting this thing built in the core. Um, but if we're also building these things ourselves, you know, on our own projects, um, we just need to make sure we're kind of implementing them after the fact. Right? I mean, is True. that yeah. kind of what it comes down to? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's let, let, let's give Steve and Jonathan a chance to uh, to say something. <laughs> no, right. I,
2: <laughs> I think what I'm interested in, it, it, I've most enjoyed. I mean, the technical discussion is interesting, like what it actually does and how it works. Um, yeah. but to then see the comments um, on lazy loading in particular, initially the concern was like, wait a minute, this is only current this is a feature. That's only currently supported by Chrome right Right. now. And so then it's like the timing of this, because if it's in WordPress and supported by Chrome, like there's a lot of uh, uh, dangerous assumptions that you could make here, positive or negative. But then it's like, if, if I was in Chrome trying to push something forward and I could get it into WordPress, then the other browsers kind of all need to follow suit. So just, just setting this specific issue aside. So, if you look at the timing and wanted to find something, then okay, well that's kind of interesting to look at the timing. Of all of this, this isn't an official. This is not an official spec, or it's not something that's been adopted by the W three, whatever their the G- C you know? That's the, whatever the standards body was. That's right. However, yeah. as you look through the rest of the comments and people are adding in, so Firefox is working on this and Safari is working on this. Yeah, the time time is is definitely, um, you know, it's the time is interesting, but it's like you can find whatever narrative. If people were looking for something to, like, call out Google for their negative influence, then they might cite something like this. The reality, though, is that, No. no, this is perhaps a little bit early, but this does look like the direction that the browsers are going. And WordPress adding support for something is definitely the key to it. Like, that's a, a big part of... If WordPress supports something, then that's a, a big boon for the browsers trying to get something
1: done. And, and, and fortunately, this isn't like one of those situations where it's the uh, the marquee tag all over again or the Blink tag all over again. Right. Where a browser... Yeah, adds we, need to bring, let's, we need to bring back the Blink tag, please. we got to bring mean, it back. The, the Blink tag still works. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah. I know. So, <laughs> um, but it's, and, it's and,
0: one... Of, Safari is doing it as well. I mean, back in September, um, Safari was um, already talking about this, of getting lazy loading going in there as well. So, yeah, I mean, it, and Safari runs tons of stuff. I mean, that's that, that brings in, you know, um, Microsoft Edge. It brings in um, pretty much anything that's using WebKit is essentially going to end up having that as well. So that's a good thing. Yep. Especially on mobile, oh my gosh, well, on mobile well, it's going to be great.
1: Also worth mentioning um, for lazy uh, for the, in the case of lazy loading, uh, if your site is not loading these images, yes, okay, Google benefits because it's a feature that's already baked into to their browser, which has the greatest market share, et cetera, et cetera. However. Um, then, something I'm sending over to, to Jason and he'll put in the, the notes. Um, Danny Van Kooten wrote this great piece on uh, CO2 emissions and what that means for the web. Like, basically, how many um, CPU cycles, uh, you know, energy usage by um, web traffic effectively um, factors in and shaving off. Kilobytes, shaving off a single kilobyte, uh, Jason, you just scrolled past it. It was there. <laughs> a single kilobyte in a file that's being loaded on 2 million websites reduces CO2 emissions by an estimated 2,950 kilograms per month. Wow. Okay. To not load those images unless they're requested, that shaves off a whole lot more than just a single kilobyte. Yeah. So looking at this from like an actual green perspective, uh, not putting those emissions into the air uh, for all of those images that aren't loading. If you're not scrolling down so far on the page, that's, that's a massive impact for everybody. Like more than Google just benefits from that.
0: So we need more of those crappy websites that people are just bouncing off of um, to, to use this. So we're not loading a bunch of images on the, you know, through the browser because you went to the site for four seconds and then you left.
2: You know, one of the things that I think about here with WordPress is that we, it, it's easy to overlook how big an impact decisions can have, like just on the web as a whole. So when I look at proposals, the question that always, oh, because like for, for instance, this one from Felix, a lot of good detail here. The question that sort of in the back of my mind are what are the ramifications that we're not considering of this move, right? Like where, what's, what are the, for instance, if it turned out that that Safari and Firefox did not recommend this solution, that would be an example of a ramification that I think would be important in a proposal to call out consciously. And that's not the case at all. This is something that looks pretty straightforward, but I think in general, one thing for us to be considering for the project as it continues to grow is when we make a proposal or what what are the considerations what are the potential ramifications that go far and beyond the scope of what the individual championing it might be thinking and caring about right because someone who tends to be an expert in something they will bring their perspective and they'll think through as much of it as they can i think in general i prefer to always assume good faith on the part of people who are contributing their time and energy to core Yet, even in good faith, there are, because it's so big, there are so many ramifications that we just can't consider. So, anyway, I think that's that's something I'd love to be seen more of as we go forward is what what's not obvious about this, but if people realized it would probably give pause or a lot more weight to something. So, yeah get stuff. And
0: especially, especially when you're, when you're talking about something like, uh, XML sitemap. I mean, if, if, if Google wants to change something that would, uh, that if Google wanted to change something regarding sitemaps, yeah. being as close as you can to a project that is running, you know, a good chunk of the internet totally makes sounds sense. like a great idea to do. Yep. we've seen these things in the past where you know some projects work well, some projects don't work out. Some of them are used everywhere, but we don't ever talk about them because it's just it just kind of it's magic and it just works. Um, you know so it's I don't know I think I think it's a good thing. I think it's just we, we need to we need to be cognizant of it and and be able to um, you know kind of look
2: at this as a community and how this is being built out. Have any of you been following the the work on the WP Notify proposal? No. No. Mm-mm. So you, you should. It's excellent. And part of, so it itself, the idea is bringing a notification system into WordPress and thinking through like how to do that. So that's interesting of itself, but I think it's what's even more interesting is the work that Jonathan and the rest of the volunteers are doing to take a fresh look at that process of bringing big features into WordPress. And big, not so, at this point, Something in WordPress is big, whether it's like because of the impact, whether it's um, when I say a big feature doesn't mean like the notifications can end up being something big. It could also be kind of tiny, but the way that it is implemented has a lot of ramifications. So they're doing some excellent work. They have a great Google Doc that's linked in here somewhere. Uh, I think it might be in the comments that is one of the best that I've seen sort of talking through. Um, uh, down at the bottom here's the requirements document. It has a link to it. Uh, so is this, is this for the notifications that show up in the dashboard? Well, so see, the, and, and this is what I'll cite specifically from it. So it is to deal with notifications and that there's a lot of questions that got triggered. So most of the time, cause there's, I had a good chat with Jonathan recently. The, that's something like I'm talking about myself, but I'm not <laughs> most of the time, uh, <laughs> the project so far has been spent understanding the use case and thinking through the ramifications. And there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, this is needed. Let's start coding. But the team involved has been said, wait a minute, like let's take longer, let's take longer, let's go through this, let's think it through, let's document our rationale, let's really spend the time. And if this like for me, I'm someone who loves to okay, let's get something done. Let's jump in and get it done. We're now talking though about a third of the web. And yeah. like whenever this project reaches its conclusion it will be well-documented. They have done the diligence and no one will ever be happy with everything, right? Like there are always going to be people who are going to be unhappy with it, but if it's been well-documented and thought through and you can see that trail, what led to that point, then you can say, okay, I don't maybe agree with this or I don't like it, but I can understand it. So I, I, in general, as we're bringing things into WordPress, um, yeah, I we'll would just continue to like to see more rigor and bringing up the ramifications. And I don't know, I'm excited All to see right. examples like this being worked on.
0: Well, and using your example of of the notification side of things, if you don't watch it and you don't, um,
2: which most most people <laughs> it
0: goes it goes crazy. Yep. You end up with you end up with full banner ads throughout the whole website about. Um, one one image SEO plugin that goes like, look at me, look at me the entire time. You're like, come, come on, you know, and then you have to run some kind of plugin that's going to clean that out and it doesn't do it. You know, it
2: doesn't, it doesn't re- remove that stuff. So when I, when I see a proposal, the question I'm kind of asking is what what else is behind this? Like what's not in the proposal? Because as humans, and again, like I, I think these two here, this isn't a comment on Felix, Felix works work or Thierry's here. As right. humans, we want to put the best stuff forward. So it can be tempting to just, oh, let's not deal with this issue over here, right? And an open source, it has to be there. You have to understand what are we weighing and making a recommendation. And mm-hmm. what I've loved about the Notify project so far, you look at the Google Doc, it's got a history there where, and, it, and it's the comments, the people with concerns, et cetera, it's, it's documented. And I can also see who's contributed to this, like who's put time into this. Sometimes you'll have someone champion a proposal, but there's a whole other body of work that you're, you you do not have any context for. So, uh,
1: and, and, and uh, to kind of focus on the notified project a little bit, I, I think it's great uh, for WordPress to have a way to deal with notifications. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I uh, think it's interesting and, and maybe uh, kind of like a, you're talking about the ramifications. Uh, okay. So we made this, this easy way to deal with notifications, does that mean that more plugins start adding notifications when you install them? When even though they can be dealt with, we want to make sure that we don't have users that are running into a a very real thing known as notification fatigue, where they just see a notification and exit out when they should be like, Oh crap, I need to pay attention to this. There's an update for something there's, um, something like that. So uh, I, I I do agree with you that that kind of thinking about the ramifications is is a very good thing. And this but,
0: bridges into another piece, which I'm looking through the document here, is the simple fact that mobile integration is something that's being you know discussed in this document. And if my own website where I installed the plugin that just recently got updated and somebody figured out how notifications works is now sending me notifications to my phone, letting me know that this great image SEO plugin is in there. Are you kidding me? Like the amount of support requests you're going to be getting from your customers
2: is is just going to be insane. Of of the process in action that when it started out uh, and this is why things like this take time. One of the things that Jonathan mentioned that they've worked on is a discussion about the types of notifications and, and doing some work to classify the, all the possibilities and to think differently about them. Like an advertisement is a one type of notification. There are some notifications that are, that are like critical security update. Like there's things that need to like be treated yeah. differently. And for me, the lens through all of this is if we're thinking of WordPress as an operating system, you need a good way of handling notifications on any operating system. We have different things, we have how the Mac handles it. We have how it's handled on Windows. And yep. in similar fashion, we like we need to make some conscious decisions that will have big ramifications because we can... What I love about WordPress is that you can do whatever you want. At some point, though, we want to say, okay, this is the best practice. Plug-in authors, please do it this way. We've thought through the ramifications. We've, we're trying to create a better experience that empowers non-technical people. We don't want to overwhelm them on, anymore. And if they don't do it, at some point... We can start, uh, I still want to see like a, a rating system of some sort that goes beyond user ratings in the plugin repository. And we can factor in things like, do they adhere to best practices? So Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but but these are all weighty things that can have a big impact that deserve time to think
1: through them. Yeah. So, so to, to go back to Google, uh, don't want to stomp on what you're about to say, Steve. Uh, to, go, no, to go back I wasn't to, saying it. it could, okay, okay. Um, to, to go back to Google, um, I mean, looking at just the XML sitemap plugin, uh, and and that um, you know request for for uh, feature, you know, to test out the feature plugin, um, I, I don't see anything in the conversation around uh, Bing or DuckDuckGo or uh, we have all these search engines that a lot of people treat as also RAMs that also crawl these sites that also yep. depend on. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitemaps, and uh, I mean, and and that's and that's just America, you know, in um other countries, you have Yandex, you have all of these other um all of these other search engines that also depend on these XML sitemaps. That uh, basically, they're just depending on Google to implement this, or they don't even know that Google is trying to implement this.
2: That's a, I, that's a question I'd love to know immediately. Like, what do the other engines think about this? Do they agree with this proposal? And if they did, then that holds a lot of weight for me. And if they didn't, that holds a lot of weight, right? Where it's, I, yeah, those are the types of questions. Maybe someone's done that diligence already. But that's a good example of the type of thing that I'd love to see surfaced where it looks
1: like Steve just slipped into the other room. Maybe he's asking. (laughs) He he, he had to go get his notes because he has a lot to say
0: about this subject matter. (laughs)
2: I'm back. I'm back.
0: Yeah. Well, you went. I know you went to go get your notes so you can you can speak in the subject. Uh, manner, so absolutely. I actually have not a lot to
2: add on this episode, but that's okay. Well, the,
0: the, the I, I I do have a little bit here. So, for instance, with with WordPress itself, you know, WordPress um, rolled out uh, Gravatar years and years ago, right? Yeah. And now everyone uses Gravatar. Sometimes it's the default. And there, there's an assumption that everyone is using Gravatar um, and has created a Gravatar for their email address and all that sort of thing. And so because of that, it's like you're the, they're kind of like uh, leaning on this technology to be used to have images show up on various forums and sites and stuff like that. Yep. With this, when it comes to XML sitemaps, if Google's the, the big one, if Google's the one that's, that's gonna be doing this, you would you would think that DuckDuckGo and all of these other uh, search engines that are out there are going to want to use the same essentially standard to be able to do this but that also means that google might be the one that is is the only one that's making that standard and maybe DuckDuckGo has a better idea to be able to to do with this and will that yep. does that mean that they need to get involved in this as well
2: this is to kind of make this all work I think our responsibility in the project really weighs in. Like I'll call it my bias. Like in general, while I have concerns about Google's like business model and just the focus on advertising. And, but I, I know that there are some fantastic people and I know a number of them who really care about the open web and work at Google and contribute to things like this. Yeah. So in general, I, I liked, I prefer to give, even with the bigger context, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, and I've found that to be well warranted. There's a lot of excellent contributions. And I think they're an important part of all of this. The um, but, but our responsibility in the project is to not just go for whoever shows up first or whoever puts the most weight behind something. We have to think about, okay, thank you, Google, for your contributions. And we appreciate all that you are put into this. And you have a lot of important things to say. We have to think about the bigger web, including... we're trying to democratize publishing globally, not just in English parts of the world. So what do the other engines have to think? What do others who are impacted by this have to think? And I think there's some responsibility on our part to proactively seek that out, not just, sometimes we overemphasize the meritocracy of this, right? Where, well, Google put in the work and and yes, I'm grateful that they have, but we should also proactively seek out inputs and feedback from others, my guess on something like this, at the end of the day, it's probably this is probably what we do. But right. for that one time where we favored too much the guidance of the person who put in the work versus the bigger ramifications and not even like we can even assume good faith on that part. But like sure. bias towards what they know. And we in the project need to be thinking from a bigger picture perspective and keeping a healthy tension between the different parts of the Web.
0: Yeah, like Rochelle Wise is is, is saying in here that um, just like Gutenberg, which was you know community built, compute, community driven, all of those sorts of things, um, because as long as you know there are good um, hooks and options in there in order to be able to disable the to disable things, you yeah. could disable it as well. So, for instance, if if Yoast wanted to say, hey, if you want to use our implementation of sitemap still then here's what you need to do in order to, to do yep. that. You flip the switch on here in Yoast, or you go over to in core and you switch something saying, okay. turn off sitemaps, and then let it kind of
2: show up, you know, using whatever the other um, I mean, plugin you, is that's going to yeah. do that. We need to maintain choice to giving people the ability to do what they want to do. Um, I get excited about things like this, where we're setting standards and offering guidance towards best practices. And those best practices, we just need to have confidence that those best practices are inclusive and broader ramifications.
0: Yeah, and that's with lazy loading as well. You're gonna have the same sort of thing where it's like, if if your plugin is doing lazy loading a very specific way, then you're gonna have to have the same sort of thing of being able to disable the one that's built into core so that you could do it. Or the developer needs to build their tool in a way that will use the existing uh, framework to make it happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I I also uh, just want to touch on this. I know we only have a few minutes left. Um, I do think it's interesting that uh, right now, as it stands, um, the largest single contributor to WordPress is automatic. That makes sense um, because you know they're the company that WordPress built. But now you have this second company, Google, who dip their toe into things with the AMP plugin, uh, with working on that standard. And getting it implemented uh, worked with automatic on getting it uh, implemented, and now uh, they're you know dipping their toe in a little bit further and saying, okay, let's let's look at lazy loading, let's look at XML sitemaps. Um, and um, I, I, I'm not trying to, to fear monger or anything else, but um, where does this go since we have a company that uh, has a tendency? L- look at something like Chrome. Yeah. Um, they uh, were building that on top of WebKit, on top of an open piece of software for years and years, and then went, ah, this doesn't suit us anymore. Uh, let's go ahead and fork it, make our own thing. Now they've got Blink. Uh, I, I, I just want to make sure, I'll, I'll take the improvements as long as we can keep getting them, but at some point we don't end up with uh, this you know, funky um, fork of, uh, WordPress Google maintained fork of WordPress uh, that's optimized for you know their computing environment or whatever, which might benefit some people, but then would just end up fracturing the project.
2: I, I think the way that the best way that I, as I've thought about this a lot, the best way that I thought of to frame this, if we can maintain a healthy tension between people who have a vested interest in the future of the web, that's one of the best things that we can do. I'd love to see Microsoft getting more involved in the project. I'd love to see Mozilla more consciously and directly involved in the project. And and I think folks who have an interest in an open web, of which Google does, this is part of why it's pretty easy for me to, to have that good faith. They, they, they don't want a web where everything is closed up or where everything is on Facebook, for instance. They, they have an interest in this. So I think... We have to recognize that organizations will have their biases and they'll invest in things that are aligned with their interests. And so let's do our best to maintain a healthy tension and invite participation from those who might not find it as obvious and then seek it out. And I think that's that's the best way that I know is if you can keep things in a healthy tension with each other. Microsoft doesn't want Google to win all the things they're trying. And so let's get them involved in the project, too.
0: Well, I think that's about it, folks. I want to say uh, thank you very much for all of you for hanging out with us and discussing this. Everyone in the chat that was participating, we really appreciate it. If you like this content, hit the share button. We'd really appreciate that. And if you if you enjoyed this and you want to subscribe, you can subscribe as well. Go over to our web, website over at daypwarcorecom slash subscribe, where you can learn how to subscribe to this and all the other shows that happen here on uh, WP Watercoolers Network. Also, I do want to let you know that we did uh, launch a new show called WP or called Dev uh, Dev Branch, and you can go take a look at that over at wpwatercore slash dev branch. And soon enough, that's going to be showing up in all of your um, podcast uh, places of choice. So feel free to go take a look at that. That's going to be monthly, so it's only going to be twelve a year, but it's going to be fun, and we're 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 having a good time with uh, getting that stuff out there. So. Thank you very much for hanging out. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.